What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. really hungry like how hungry like like 50 cents a day hungry or like like flies buzz around your nose hungry yeah and like a, sally struthers hungry like yeah, are you that like like a descended what's it called distended uh, distended, distended belly something belly kind of, no not quite not quite there yet oh yeah not can't quite feel a rib no oh okay we'll but get I've, you fed soon enough i've had uh, i gotta think what i had to eat today it doesn't really matter but anyway this is day two in the new space Less distracting, but we're enjoying it. It is. It is really wonderful, and yeah, assembled. Can't wait chairs. to start. Yeah, we assemble. We have new chairs. We're moving on up again. Yeah, even more so. We have new chairs. The saga is disgusting. Where I was the one who was like, "Hey, it's a Amazon Prime Day. I need a new chair," and I found uh, like a hundred and fifty dollar chair for seventy dollars. Awesome. Thanks, Amazon, for that. But my chair. Still don't know where the hell it is. Uh, you ordered Hasn't yours. even shipped. Order. You, you, you said I ordered these, and you ordered yours before I did, and, and then I you, ordered three. You ordered three, and they showed up. And yours still hasn't shipped yet. Nope. Whatever. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm so, we're so entitled these days, you know, with the Prime sh- and, and whatnot. Like, I... The mail carriers, people deliver stuff, need to make more money. That's the way... That's the new business in America. There is also it, not the... In, we don't have the infrastructure to handle the huge influx of delivering all those packages like they just like the u.s postal service does i live with a mailman i have friends that are mailmen they don't have like, the like infrastructure the space, to handle it. the space there the the yeah the trucks the whole bit from from so the, where is this going what do you they're mean? gonna have to expand right they're i think they well, am well they're gonna the usps is gonna have to expand but the amazon may step a, up and just take care of I, their shit i think amazon is gonna move more toward the delivery side of things yeah and just make their own yeah that's uh, that's that's or, what i keep reading i don't know yeah I don't care. I just want my fucking share. Well, I some, ordered it June 22nd. It is now July 2nd. In some uh, bigger cities, that's what they do anyway. They have their own yeah, warehousing. They have their, they have their own trucks. Yep. They have their own autonomous vehicles they're starting to test out. You know, that kind of shit. That shit's terrifying. I, I don't know. So do people... Like, this is I actually wrote this down, almost. I started to write it down, but this is what I meant to write down. Do people hate Amazon as badly as Walmart? I think it's starting to turn that way. Well... But the, 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 the hatred of Walmart, it's a very few people that will bitch about Walmart and they say, oh, uh, you know, um, you know, eight, 75 percent. I, I don't I'm just throwing these numbers out there. I don't know if they're still accurate, but years ago it was if you looked at the breakdown of Walmart mm-hmm. of their employees, 75 percent of them are, are female. OK, 90 percent of their management is male. Wow. It's that lopsided. Like that was that's a that's one thing. And not a lot of people are pissed about that. But the Walmart of They're, a while back, they would come into a town like Kingman right. and wipe out a bunch of businesses. Yes, okay. absolutely. Now, so is Amazon? Amazon's kind of doing the same, doing thing? The same or thing. They're keeping that sustained anyway. I still think that they're a lot, but Amazon also supplies a lot of stuff for small businesses. That's true too. A lot of stuff for small businesses. So it's not the same. We know it's not the same business yeah. model. But I know people like hate Jeff Bezos and hate Amazon. But I, it, I use them all the time for my business and stuff, too. There's a lot of worker rights abuses, you know, that are going on in there. You know, the I don't know. Well, so so bad, in fact, that the <laughs> the Teamsters are taking on 
uh, unionizing Amazon, which if anybody can make it happen, it's going to be the leg breakers that's, and the that's Teamsters. That's going to be fun. Which, which uh, I, I, me. I heard that, and I'm like, I like, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of a good shit show, and I could see the Teamsters just going up against Amazon, and Amazon thinking like Jeff Bezos thinking you just throw money at it. The Teamsters are like, nah, I don't think you understand. Right. Like it's it's hard to break legs with dollar bills. Like we'll actually do it. So on Thursday, which is yesterday, Amazon added uh, two new entries into its set of fourteen leadership principles. Okay. So this is kind of the same kind of topic about hating Amazon or whatever they're doing, that kind of stuff. One of them is um, strive to be Earth's best employer. That's okay. got a ways to go. Yeah. Probably right. got a little ways to go on that. And another, the second one is uh, the new things they've added to their uh, 14 leadership principles is uh, success and scale bring broad responsibility. So, yeah, if they're going to be burning up energy and all, you know, if they're taking over, they have an opportunity here. They, they can either do it right or not. Right. But, yeah. but what's the, um, I don't care to shop anymore in person. If, if it's a great, fun place, like a retail men's clothing place. And you got to go try stuff on and look look at it, feel it, hold it in your hand. Yeah, I see still, if the fabric feels right. That kind of shit. There's certain things that you don't really need to go to a brick and mortar store for. Right. But there are other things that I really I prefer. Uh, as a husky gentleman, I need to try clothes on because men's sizing is just as bad as women's sizing these days. It's kind of nice to so, go try on shoes also. To yes, see if they fit shoes, right before you go walking around. But like and produce. Yes. But everything else, pretty much, I don't really care. Or you know, furniture, things like that. You want to you want to test that stuff out. But how, yeah. how many things could you look at here right now? Objects in front of us, right, and on that on the bar over there, could you buy easily and not miss a beat online? Sitting on the bar, you have some cleaners, you got headphones, you got some booklets, you got this work la- light, laptop, chargers. work light, charger. Everything sitting up on that shelf. Everything sitting. Everything that we use to podcast, remote controls. We could these buy chairs. You could buy on Amazon. You don't. You and don't, you wouldn't need to go. Like, yeah. You look at the reviews, look at the size of it, and then you're good to go. But like when it comes to chairs, shoes, sandals, mm-hmm. clothes, you know, uh, things like that, you're it, it's it's I to me it's more necessary. This to coffee go and comes feel from it. Bisbee Roasters. Shout out to Bisbee Roasters. Shout out to could be our first. Be great if they re- respond to their emails. Because mm-hmm. uh, we want you as our sponsor. There's half and half in here. You could buy that on in theory. You could buy all that. Who do you have to go to the grocery store to buy half and half? No, you shouldn't be in a to. in a big city. No. I okay, mean, there well, is ice in here that we bought at a store, so that might be that might be more. I don't know why you haven't broken down and gotten an ice maker. Because I'm just like, a jerk, an absolute jerk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk was bought online. <laughs> the that that would be the print of Elon oh, Musk smoking yeah. the blunt, right? That we have up above the. Right, the, the studio. Uh, but that, that monster fan was bought online and delivered here. So yeah, there's so much stuff. Uh, but also, uh, so like, I don't think as I think people hate Walmart not because of their rampant human rights abuses and the way they treat their workers and staff and all that. It's mostly going to Walmart that people hate. It's not the, so like, and you're not hate. You don't hate on Amazon because you have to go to Amazon. There's not really. Are you hating on the uh, people that shop at Walmart? Because like, I don't really. It's kind of more just. It's, it's just so crowded all the time. Yeah. Um. That's why I go. And I don't have putting a, out local businesses though. People are mad they, about that. That's right? true. But but then again, like, I don't know. The only local businesses I not even local business that Walmart affects. Because I know you and I both know a lot of local business owners. I've never heard of somebody saying, yeah, Walmart's really cutting into my business. Like Jessica down at Savon, she doesn't say that. 
the people that shop her, she can't keep up. She's fucking. She's so goddamn busy. So because she has um, a unique product and that kind of, she's not that, trying to sell. Well, the people have Dawn dishwashing liquid, right? Well, exactly, or pharmaceuticals soap. or something like that. So the people that and speaking of that, there are the, we have Walgreens, we have we have all these other places that are still, but that's a corporate. Again, it's not a local right, mom, pop right, 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 pharmacy. But anyway, yeah. But I think it's more. It's the it's just the crowds. People hate fighting the crowds because Walmart tends to get very very crowded. Mm-hmm. Especially like if you were to go to Walmart today, today's a payday for uh the today's uh, I'm trying to think here if this is the pay week for city the city, the county, oh, and the post office all get paid to on this week right now because it's an off week from when I get paid at the hospital. So and being the beginning of the month when people have their social security and disability checks, mm-hmm. it's Friday. Walmart's going to be a goddamn madhouse all day long. That's why I go there at 7 a.m. Usually. I'm trying to think so of when, like, I, when I find myself going to Walmart. Uh, I, lately, the only reason I've been going lately, semi-lately, is to buy just kind of work shirts that, I, that I'm going to trash. That you you are the worst on clothes. It's incredible. Meaning what? You're you're just, I like, I'll see you wear a shirt brand new, and the next time I see you wearing that shirt, it's fucked up. Yeah. And it cracks me up. I'm like... <laughs> Doesn't this guy own like maybe some uniforms? Maybe throw on like a lab coat. Didn't you used to wear a lab I coat did, around I, here yeah, or shop coat? Speaking rather. of which, yes, we you look like a shop teacher. You look you look like my eighth grade shop teacher, Mister Mauer, mm-hmm. who was at least nine feet tall and terrifying. Yeah, and he wore that same blue, like medium blue kind of lab like, lab coat. Yeah, thing. like shop coat with the big pockets, and it's kind of right. Heavy so and, the Germans wear that building sale. They, they would wear a coverall sometimes, and then some people would wear these lab coats depending on what they were doing, and they would just have the regular clothes on because you might get a little bit of resin on there or something, yeah. and then you just fuck up your lab coat. You know, Once yeah. it's finally trashed at some point, you get rid of it and buy another one. You also don't have to change. Right. You know, you can go somewhere and after work and, I don't know, right. go to the fucking beer stiefel. So I don't do any grocery shopping at Walmart. So I, I do some basic shitty clothes sometimes. That's what I do. But I kind of everything else, I'm going to go to the grocery store, not Walmart grocery right. normally. And uh, everything else in here, for the mo- for the most part, is going to be Amazon, yeah, Amazon, or, yeah. or wherever that thing came from, some industrial supply fan place. Your big ass fan, yeah. Your knockoff big ass knockoff is that big ass fan, yeah. It is a big ass fan. It is just not big ass fan TM. Yeah, those guys are very proud of their product. <laughs> so I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna not do that. Although I feel like it's a missed opportunity that you didn't use some sort of decommissioned propeller or something. Although yeah. they're probably not. For me, you mean? Yeah, for in here. They're pretty heavy, and I'm trying to not have a lot of aviation stuff in here. And I don't see... I don't. Well, really I mean, it is in a hangar. That's what I want. That's, that's, I feel you're that's, really... That's enough. You're failing at the at the lack of aviation, or like re- reduce the amount of aviation stuff with the aircraft that you have in the hangar. Oh, yeah. Do you mean in this space you, you want less aviation Yes, because shit? people kept saying... There were people that you know that were in here earlier installing these windows and stuff, and they said... Oh man, you could fill this place. Got so much wall space. You could have all kinds of aviation posters and prints, and they would like a propeller for the fan. I'm going. I'm not yeah. going to anything in here. Well, why not? Because I'm looking at it right now. I want to have other artsy fartsy stuff. I want to have Elon Musk in here. You're not a one. Di- a blunt. You're not a one dimensional guy. I'm a two dimensional guy, barely. I don't know. But that says it. No, I, I want to have. I want to have other pieces of art and of interest. People are going to go, oh, that's cool as hell, this airplane. Can we go flying? And that would be interesting enough right there. They don't need to see another airplane in this space. Right. 
I know my logic is a little bit convoluted sometimes. No, it makes. I think it makes sense. It, well, it's also you know what? It's your fucking space. You do what you want. Right. So there you have it. I can't wait to start having guests here, and people are going to be like, "What the fuck?" And we're going to say, "Hey, like, the show's going on in here, not out there." Yeah, the show's in here, folks. Right. Stop looking at the aircrafts. Right. Which is, I know, something that just bugs the shit out of you when people say aircrafts. The other thing, talking about uh, Bezos, uh, which uh, we oh. just, wait, no, wait, hold on. Okay. I just is, remembered uh, something. Branson and Bezos are now battling for the first. When are they going to be in first in, in flight? Because Branson's got his Virgin Galactic thing. Yeah. Which is happening very shortly. Yeah. This month. And so is uh, Bezos' thing. With an old lady, he's going to That's what I was going to uh, bring gotcha. up. It's okay. a lady who uh, who qualified for yeah, she was on NASA. That. She was on the short list. Yeah, they had a group of women who were also being trained at the same time that the Mercury 7 were being trained. Yeah. I think that was that's one of them that's going And that's there. something that you don't hear about, but she's going to go up with Bezos. She's like, well, I'm, I'm going to be dying soon anyway because she's approaching 100. <laughs> she's old. She she's old. No, she didn't say that. Oh. I just... I think it's crazy. You got Jeff Bezos, his brother, who I don't know what his brother did to to warrant being the human test subject in there too. Uh, they're going up in their own rocket. I don't know, it's man. Suborbital, I, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, man. Obviously, <laughs> I think I, obviously, you know, Musk is way ahead of this stuff because obviously they're doing orbital, they're launching people. Astronauts oh yeah, and, and they're doing orbit stuff, and they're going to the space station, they're coming back. So it's, they're way ahead of Bezos they're, they're, and Virgin they Galactic. Is leaps, just a, absolutely, Virgin Galactic is just a, it's a ride. It's an expensive carnival ride. Exactly. I mean, I love it because it's composite, and it's cool and whatever. But it's going to go up and and let go, and then they're going to glide back, and it's just going to be zero gravity for a couple minutes, and then and then come back come down. Back and, it, it's not. My, for any other purpose. If I'm going to space as a tourist, I want to be in orbit. I want to go around the yeah. earth a few times and say that I did that. I want to get a patch and a fucking lollipop at the end. Just to prove that the earth is spherical. Yes. It's, well, it's a, it's a you know, oblate spheroid, but it's, it's not exactly sure. a sphere. It's not. You're right. It's <laughs> slightly oblate. It's, um, it's fat in the middle like me. It's a, uh, because of, yeah, because of uh, gravity and stuff. Because of, because of science. Because of centrifugal <laughs> force and whatnot. But, um, yeah, once you made it all the way around, and go, hey, I guess we did go all the way around. All the way around. You know, I don't think there were that many flat earthers, really. They just got a lot of attention because we're goddamn bored as people. You know, we just we gave that shit attention. There weren't that many flat well, earthers. Well, yeah, well, there's also, we've talked about this before, the social media has given every dip. Social, the combination of social media and uh, the the and readily available internet connection with smartphones has given every moron a voice that some kind sometimes just gets amplified. Right, it takes really no effort to to confirmation bias. Yeah, or whatever you're doing. It's like, well, there's flat because I can see like five miles. Clearly, it's not round. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. How come when I went flying recently in that in that non motorized box kite to seventeen thousand feet, I can only see so far? There's a reason for that. You can't. Uh, there's an end yeah. to it. It's not because yeah. it's cloudy around here, you know, or the weather is bad. I, I could see all the way to the fucking horizon, and there was nothing else beyond it. Were you ever in danger of passing out up there? Did you feel lightheaded or anything no. when you got up to seventeen thousand feet? No. Really? No. Do you have any recollection of being up there? Where? That. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking the bait. I appreciate That's that. Nice. I lobbed that one up to you. Well, you wear you use oxygen. Sometimes, sometimes. Did you have oxygen with you? Oxygen was with me. Were you using it? Not all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Unsafe at any speed. Like the, the plane, Paul, the the plane's Paul Gaines in, story. The plane's insured, and I don't have any anybody's. I don't have a will, so who cares? You don't have a will? I, I really don't right now. People are going to be upset about that. Uh, well, I just feel like it's a little irresponsible. You have a lot of assets that would need to be taken care of. I know, but I don't have any kids, that kind of stuff. No one, no Yeah, one. but you have f- friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you just have you have things that what, you're leaving shit behind for other people to, to deal with. Yeah, okay, and, so and this topic came up again from a recent common friend of ours that they're going through some stuff with their uh, parents, and and they they don't want to deal with it. Because they have kids and it, it it puts a finality to their life, you know that's what it is. And they're getting, I guess, Alzheimer's or something. Oh, and so oh, that's rough. Now, now it's now how they're gonna how they gonna do now's this? the time. Yeah, ne- apparently now is not the time because they're not they're still not gonna sign anything. Ah, uh, that's too bad. That's uh, I need a living my, will and a regular will. Right. You absolutely do. You so should anybody contact email us and then uh, yes, or, please or reach out. Facebook, we can talk. Uh, we'll do will talk. <laughs> End of end of life care. That'd be a snooze. Cartoon fest. casual. It's it's you know what? It's information that people need to have. Yes, it is. Uh, my father. Uh, let's see, mid nineties. In about a year and a half, my dad dealt with four. Was it four? Three? No, it was three people's deaths. Actually, no, he dealt with five. Now that I think about it, it was his mom, my grandmother, right. Uh, in the span of like about 18 months, maybe, maybe, maybe two years, call it two years. In the span of two years, my grandmother passed her sister, her other sister and both their husbands. And they all live really close together. Like they, they, the, the, the three couples, my grandparents, and then the, you know, the, the other two couples, they bought houses on the same block, mm-hmm. two next door to each other, one across the street from each other in Tucson to retire. Mm-hmm. Right. And, it, that was like 10 years prior. So in the mid nineties, you know, about 95 or so is when this all kind of kicked off. It was like a uncle Al passed away and that so on and so forth. They all passed. Their kids were fucking nowhere to be found. So it kind of rested on my dad's shoulders. Cause he was the, like the one brother or nephew or whatever that lived there locally. And he took care of all of their shit, mm-hmm. all of the end of life stuff, all the probate stuff including for his own mom, while he's trying to grieve his own mother's passing. Prematurely, I might add, because my grandma was like 60. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't very old. And that made my dad light a, it lit a fire under, her, under his ass to make sure I didn't have to deal with that because my dad's not remarried and he doesn't have any other kids. I'm it. Mm-hmm. So that when he passes, and it's morbid, and it's a once-a-year conversation we have to have, but it it's important because there, there's a lot of work and ins and outs and bullshit you have to deal with. And you have all these people coming out of the woodwork looking for heirlooms. And, and mm-hmm. then you have creditors if you have that issue in the estate, if there's any money left over, all that stuff. Yep. To where my dad's got it so simplified that I literally, once he's once he's once his death is pronounced, I make like two phone calls and shit just starts either going into my bank accounts. They're, they'll come and pick up his car from like his... Whoever, if somebody still owns the note on his car, his car will be taken care of. All that stuff. It's all done and it's it's all simplified nice. because of the bullshit that he had to go through uh, with those four people. So I encourage people, including you, to take care of that shit. So other because somebody's going to have to take care of it. Yeah, I've got to figure out. Uh, and I may just do it. I, here's one thing, and this is a consideration. Um, I would rather not do it locally. And <laughs> okay, because I I don't want local people. Knowing my business, 
That's understandable. Yeah, I, I can see that. Inadvertently or not. Yeah. I'm, I just don't. Which don't is why that. a lot of people have finance managers, which if, I feel like a financial manager could handle that. Right. Uh, so if you have, I think they can, they would handle, that would be the best way to handle stuff like that. Hopefully you trust them. But you know what I mean? If you go to sit to a, an attorney that people do know, and then I go to them and say, I need this will, and here's all my assets, here's what's going on. And then, I mean, I don't know, you know, the word could get out. I mean, you could make, the word, sh the word shouldn't get out because they have, there's privacy laws against that. Yes. Just with, you know, there's, it's not as, uh, I don't think financial privacy laws, I don't know if they're as strict as HIPAA, like in healthcare, but I'd be willing to bet that they're pretty close. Should be. They, yeah, they should be. Oh God! So nothing like a lighthearted conversation. That's another about thing end of, of life. Is forget that. We're talking about that. You know, yes, I, I, I've said this before. I should have done this when my father passed away. Just right out of the gate, I didn't do it for any number of reasons. But um, I'm not really. If I'm not afraid to face that it's not it's nothing like that i just haven't done it just haven't done it's just it. stupid other it, shit going on once you're dead you don't have to worry about it but it really would kind of suck to have at this moment my stepmother dealing with this stuff yeah like if you die tomorrow it's going to be alice and i have a feeling alice might call me and go i don't know any of these fucking people i don't do you know, know anything who, what's going do, on do, yeah, yeah what's going on i'm like well paul was here and now i have to carry this podcast on my own again after i carried him out of the <laughs> Out of the studio. I first carried his body out, and then I have to carry the first body. First, I dropped him down the steps. I mean... Rolled him. Rolled gently. him down the steps. I, rolled, I just... Like... Boom, boom. Like Weekend at Bernie's. Just... Right. <laughs> and he, and could, it was kind of amazing, because it, it was gaining momentum. If there was, like, a longer stairs, it would have really gotten going. It really would have gotten going, and we wouldn't have to deal with this. We just, right. like, put him in a trash bag, but... God, that's fucking dark. Because I want to be cremated. You know, that's... Not, who fucking knows that? I, well, I do, do now. I, I do now. Which now is our why, seven listeners. Yeah, now. like all seven listeners and he me. He said that. I know. And I, you know what? I, I haven't thought about scattering my ashes at all. Someone, I think my father was very, he was cremated, and he never talked about, I want my ashes scattered here, scattered here or there. There was a mountain ridge where he would fly gliders all the time up in Tennessee that we were going to do a long time ago that I didn't do because I couldn't mentally handle it at the time. That you know what there is some closure that comes with doing that though I I, I, I urge you to do that right especially now that you're back, getting back into back in the saddle uh, back in the saddle again so mm -hmm. to speak right uh I don't know uh, maybe you could figure out a way to like jettison his ashes over top of it from the glider right you know what I mean I'm gonna have to uh, there's people I know that have businesses doing this and they make a lot of money like in the Atlanta area oh yeah Grandpa always wanted to have a nice plane sunset flight over Atlanta. And we never got to do that for him. So, and they they pay a chunk of money to have someone in an old biplane. Yeah. And they this one guy made a device, so they put it in there. And so you, you can't just have the open cockpit and throw it out because the shit goes everywhere. Yes, you, I'm I'm you, aware. You you would hope that it goes back and away. That's not how it works. Nope. It, it comes floating around. All my grandfather's, my grandmother and grandfather's wishes uh, were their final wishes were their their ashes to be mixed together, mm -hmm. and then spread at a place called Windy Point. <laughs> I windy shit, point. I shit so now you I'm, not. I'm, I'm this it, clutching on a clutching now clutching onto that. It, it's uh, so fucking funny. Like the more I think about it, because it was absolutely just like the Big Lebowski. <laughs> and my grandfather it is my grandfather specified. My grandfather's a bit of a prankster, mm -hmm. uh, and it's we, we always kind of felt like that was his final, like one last prank because he knew it was gonna be a mess. Yes, because my grandmother, I don't think she specified where the ashes would be spread. Maybe she did. I don't know if she did or not, but. Mm -hmm. um, Windy Point uh, for, uh, I know Shannon and Corey, who shout out to those two, they're faithful listeners. 
they've been spending a lot of time in Tucson because it's, you know, it's a nice place and whatnot. But uh, last week or week before last, I saw them on Facebook. They were driving up to Mount Lemon, halfway up the Catalina Highway up to Mount Lemon to like Summer Haven, which is really nice little tiny community at Mount Lemon, you know, just barely north of Tucson. There's a nice... Which I flew over a couple weeks ago. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you flew over directly where they where we spread those ashes. Okay. So Windy Point is a, is a nice little turnoff. There's a little rest station, rest area. It's like about halfway up. And it's a long winding road uh, all the way up there. But it, Windy Point was a place where, when I was a little kid, we would stop off there so I could go pee because I was okay. a little I was a little guy, right? Sure. And I remember stopping off there. And on clear day, you can see all the way to Mexico, like 75, 80 miles. It's a beautiful spot. And I have tons and tons of memories of my, you know, good memories of my grandparents being there. So when my grandfa- my grandma passed in 96, Gramps passed in 2002, Fall of 2002, we go down there and we get him cremated, his ashes, da, da, da. we mix our ashes together. And my grandfather said, I, don't, I only want people who were born with the last name of Fellers. I only want blood-related Fellers people. Da, da, da. So we all went up, go up to Windy Point, chuck the ashes over the side. And I like it still fell down 100 because it's on the side of a cliff. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, you know, it shattered Mm-hmm. Uh, down there, and then because uh, what, what was it in? It was, was in it like a, it was in an urn. It was that we. Oh, you, my, you littered glass. That's what you did. Ceramic. <laughs> okay, fine. It was a ceramic. It was like pottery. Got like, it. Kind of. Okay. It was like yeah. It was like right. terracotta. It was okay. It's, fucking, it's fine. More natural than yes. Okay, got it. And like my, we didn't get a an urn for my grandfather because mm-hmm. we were just gonna put him in grandma's urn anyway. Want to why? Because right? he didn't earn it. He didn't earn it. Just outstanding. Anyway, <laughs> threw it down. Wind gust comes up and blows those ashes up 100 feet. Just fucking. After when poof, and then my, here it comes. My dad had a convertible at the time. There were ashes in the fucking back. <laughs> like, I shit you not, man. And we all, all we could do is fucking bust up laughing at it mm-hmm. because it was just funny as shit. Yeah. And well, and then there was another thing that happened is that we, uh, when it shattered over the rocks down there, like, here's ting, 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 ting. And I'm like, did Gramps have any pins or anything? And none of us could remember him getting like surgical, you know, surgical steel is mm-hmm. not going to melt mm-hmm. or t- obviously titanium is not going to melt at crematorium mm-hmm. temperatures. And I don't think our, I don't, we didn't think our grandma had ever had like my grandmother had never had any surgeries really. And it were, so we were like the running sick joke was, did we really, were these the right people? <laughs> did they get us the right? You never know. Remains. Yeah. No. You never know. Isn't Mount Lemon, uh, one of the mountains down there near Tucson, the mountain where the jaguar is spotted occasionally? Yes. Is it Lemon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in that area, the Catalina Mountains. Yeah. Okay. Very rugged, pretty remote territory. And uh, uh, Ski Valley is Mount Lemon's um, uh, ski resort, ski okay. thing, ski what? resort, I guess, whatever. Uh, it is the southernmost ski resort in the United States. Wow. Their little claim to fame. Yeah. It's nice, nice up there. I it like it. It is nice. Uh, when I went to visit Porsche, was it last summer, I think? Oh, it was, God, it was the summer before. And uh, I said, hey, let's go up to Mount Lemon. And she's like, okay, I haven't really spent much time up there. So we go all the way up to Summer Haven. It was well over 100 degrees in Tucson. We get up there, it's like 70, mm-hmm. freezing our asses off because we're in shorts and flip-flops and T-shirts. Nice. Well, it is yeah, nice it's, up there. It is really nice up there. It's just, uh, Anyway, spent, Tucson's a cool town. Spent go a little bit of time, time down there for you know, a few days and then went out to a couple places to eat and... Uh... It was nice. I want to go back down there to Tucson, though. You and I talked about this. Actually, we, talked about when I was going down there a lot. I'm glad we didn't do what we talked about doing, where you and I went down there. Well, we wouldn't have been time. able to hang out. And right. I'm glad I'm glad there was that discrepancy where we were like, oh, I, oh fuck, it's, I have that long weekend off. Let's fucking go. Da, da, da. And then turns out 
You didn't have it off. I did not have it off. It was not the weekend that you thought, which be, is fine. It needs fine. to be a dedicated trip to go down there and not go flying or soaring for me and then just, just go do stuff in Tucson. Yep. Go to the university. You know, check stuff out there. Take you to the planetarium I grew up going to. We watched Pink yes. Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon laser light show like I did when I was like eight. Which, speaking of which, we need to go to the, when is this thing for the Pink Floyd thing in Los Angeles? It's coming up in like September or something. September, I think it's November. September. It starts in November. It goes for like six weeks. I think it's September through November. You... It's the, it, it's, the uh, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the museum. It's the uh, traveling. Is it LACMA is where it's at? But it's a traveling Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd museum. museum that's in London it's, right now for a while. Fuck, it sounds like, it's, just look at the, you're going to lose your goddamn mind. I could take it or leave it because. You'll I, enjoy I, it. No, I'll, I'm not saying I won't enjoy it. I'm not going to stand there with my arms crossed about this is fucking stupid. Fuck Pink Floyd. Right. Just a bunch of noise. Stupid concept album. Because All he, their music's sad. Because you've seen... Oh, yeah. Who was that? Just, Pink it, Floyd. No. My ex-girlfriend. She said she didn't like Pink Floyd because they don't have any uplifting music, and I was at a fucking loss for words. Right. But she was right. Well, they are serious. They're rather morose. Very very much so, but so is life. Right. You know, and that's fine. And people uh, don't want... They've had enough of that. They say, yeah. I, I don't need more of this. Yeah. Like, the, like the counterpoint to, uh, <laughs> to, to Pink Floyd's morose downright depressing sad bastard shit would be like what's the counterpoint to that well any scott kind of scott or or bubble gum 90s sort of 90s scott britney spears britney spears free yeah. britney by the way god damn it that yes. fucking thing like is she scheduled to be on our podcast anytime talking about i that. fucking hope so yeah. i hope so i would love to have britney spears on this podcast mm -hmm. i know a handful of our listeners that would lose their goddamn mind if we had britney spears on the podcast and we didn't introduce them to her but we have a special infrastructure situation for stars we really do yeah. we're reaching out actively folks and if you guys know of anybody if you're f hey i got a friend of a friend who's the manager for some fo somebody fucking famous it doesn't matter even if they're like mid-level we're talking d-listers and above we don't have high standards right we want to get famous people on this podcast and i i I, th I really think that we could do it because of what you were just about to say, oh, it was the like special the, situation. The fact yeah. that we're out here, we're on the, we're in a closed environment, mm -hmm. to where somebody could literally fly in, tax, taxi, taxi up, right up to the hangar, and walk and right in. No paparazzi, nothing like that. Complete and complete and total secrecy. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. important for some of these people. Some of these people don't want to deal with that. I mean, there some like the attention, I think, but uh, but like they would prefer if they had the option. You know, they can always go out in Kingman and go, I'm going to go out and drink and hoop, hoop and holler with all the locals. Yeah, absolutely. Or they can just stay here and go, no, nope, that's good. I'm yeah, good. that's good. And then fly out. Record an hour and then leave, right. which would be awesome. Would be fantastic. So if, if any of you people know, please reach out to Paul or I or, you know, our Facebook page, Instagram. It doesn't matter. But we're going to start uh, uh, actively reaching out. That's what we're going to do. I... But, and, but I, our, and our demo is changing. Joe, you just told me that. When I, I said, wait a minute. Our demo used to be high school girls, and now it's <laughs> and now it's truck drivers. For anybody who's a new listener, <laughs> we need to preface that with the fact that my daughter was also in high school at the time, and started, she got yeah. some of her friends to listen, and it it, it, it it almost was uncomfortable that our demographic, or like a key key portion of our demographic was high school girls. Yes, it was. And it wasn't just like a couple of them. It was right. like... Holy but a shout out to Alexis, who's uh, she's a, a faithful listener since the beginning. I think uh, Alexis used to live here in Kingman. I think her home base is still kind of Kingman. She's a truck mm -hmm. driver, 
and there are truck drivers out there that listen to us. So and you ran into so her, thank I think you. you said the other day. Or yeah, something. yeah. Well, I've seen her twice now in the past month or so. I didn't see her a lot through, like hardly, like didn't, I think it went like a year without seeing her mm-hmm. or so maybe. Uh, and she popped into Blackbridge last summer sometime. Um, but yeah, now and, that I think about it and we got to talking about it, like truck drivers, well, first off, I talk shit about truck drivers, but I, I, I have to say I talk shit about truck drivers because I am the product of truck drivers. Yeah, my dad from was, that. Yeah. My dad's part of the six million miler club. My stepdad probably logged three million miles behind the, the over the road trucking. And my dad did it for 44 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my stepdad did it for about 10. So like I've written it's one of the reasons why I've been to so many states is because of that, riding in the truck with those guys. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, now that I, th- I think back on it, podcasts are kind of perfect for truck drivers because you do get you, you get sick and tired of listening to music, and you want to listen to something else. And, and I remember my dad being like that. That's why, like, I like there were times where we would go hours and hours and hours and listen to only, like, no, no conversation or anything, just listening to Art Bell. Mm-hmm. Art Bell was one of my dad's favorites. Like, that just uh, anything Art Bell ever did, we listened to. Sure. Uh, books on books on tape back in the day, books on CD later on. So I, I have uh, subscribed maybe to 20, 25 podcasts, and I haven't really added to it any time in the last, let's say, year, I don't think. Yeah. Somewhere about a year. But I probably only listen regularly to probably five or six of those. So I know I'm missing a bunch because everybody's adding in. People are falling off too. You know, people that have quit doing it. But but there's a, there's so many out there, and I just don't have the wherewithal to go through and comb through it and go, oh, I'm going to add that. I'm going to add this. Right. Gonna, it's, it's like there's only so many television programs you can watch. That's true. Because you got other shit going on. Well, and then you get interested in something, and then you maybe lose interest in it. And I, there's a lot of podcasts out there that I'm just like, I don't – like I, I there's a, a, well, one of our listeners. She's a good friend of mine, and she was telling me that she listened to this – I can't remember what it's called. It was it was a cool concept, but they, they – it's, it, they, it's two women who uh, pick apart – murders and pick out how like just pick it apart like what they could have done differently oh it's <laughs> to get away with it get, i'm like yeah. jesus that's why a did why dark, did they do that that's a dark concept i like yeah. that and i i was asking i'm like why is it that like that 20 about 21 to about 40 maybe 45 female demographic they love watching they those love things. watching that shit on netflix the yeah. murder this and murder that and like Really? Unsolved mysteries. Yeah, yeah. like I used to watch Unsolved Mysteries when I was a kid and it fucking terrified me. That music still fucking gives me the chills. Mm -hmm. The intro music to Unsolved Mysteries. Mm -hmm. Robert Stack is one of the creepiest fucking people of all time. I know he was an amazing actor, but I never knew him as an actor. Right. You may have grown up watching him on Robert Stack on TV shows. The most I remember him from, to be honest, is the movie Airplane. (laughs) Oh. It was just really hilarious. Yes, because he was... Wasn't every, he in... I thought he was in the 70s. I thought he was like in, in TV, on TV oh, and he was. movies. Yeah, but I'm just saying, oh. like Leslie... Ne- now I think of Leslie Nielsen and make a movie airplane. He's the doctor on the whatever. Right. Everybody that Peter Graves, he's the pilot. I mean, just everybody in the movie they're, airplane. They, they may have done other things, but it now they're... It. You, it ecli- airplane eclipsed it. Because the, the it seminal did. American classic, Airplane. <laughs> it's a goofy, funny movie. It goes anyway, Citizen Kane... Forrest Gump, then Airplane. Right, like that's that's it. Shawshank Redemption, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. But you're right. Robert Stack is. Uh, is yeah. Robert Stack is just because I my, there's a whole generation of people that only know Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries, and he's fucking terrifying because yeah. he shows no emotion, mm-hmm. and he's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. At the very least, like, do you remember? Uh, 
Rescue 911. Oh, yeah. With uh, uh, William Shatner. Yes. Was yep. the host. Is, and he, but he was very Bill Shatner about it. So, like, it was, you couldn't even take him seriously because of right. the way he speaks. It was his. But Robert Stack is terrifying. Uh oh. Paul, hears something. Your All spidey right. sense is tingling. I thought I heard something. Like Maybe the, I didn't. Somebody bringing the thunder. I don't know. I don't know what it was. We're thunder thunder buddies for life. Anyway, Paul. so did you get an answer from this woman, female type, that said this is why we like to watch this stuff? No, I asked her about it, and she's like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm compelled to watch and listen mm-hmm. to this stuff. But whatever. I said, I'm no judgment. I just find it funny. It's like, why? Is it why because is women that? want to murder their boyfriends? Probably and stuff, their husbands. Probably as they well should. Want yeah. To. No, yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> most, they, most guys fucking, are, and they're, yeah. I think they're just collecting data. They're probably like taking notes. Like guys. If you're uh, or anybody, your significant out the other is a uh, is is female, and they're sitting there watching these murder shows, and they're taking notes. You should probably maybe change your ways a little bit. Maybe buy them flowers, not when you got into an argument. If you really started thinking about, I mean, you're probably pretty busy with your career or what else is going on, but you you lay your head down at night to go to sleep next to the person who is constantly watching. Murder shows. Yeah, and the only reason that you're still alive is because they haven't taken your life. Yeah, they while just you sleep. decided not to. Yeah. There's a certain level of trust there. Whenever, whenever you have two beings occupying yeah. a very small space, yeah, uh, there's a lot of trust that goes into sleeping next to somebody. Just like there's a lot of trust that goes uh, into, like the uh, arbitrary agreement when we're both on the road. You're driving one direction, I'm driving the other direction, and the only thing keeping us from turning our vehicles into each other is uh, courtesy. Yes. Uh, and a, a, an imaginary line. Right. That's uh, that's terrifying when you take that take that stance. And now, maybe you guys uh, watch out. Maybe remember remember sleeping with the enemy. One of, one of Julia Roberts' best roles. Oh yeah. Ever. Oh yeah. When she shot that guy at the end and then called, or she 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 hadn't even she called nine one one and says. Uh, I've shot an intruder, and that she's got a gun pointed at the guy, and she hadn't shot him yet. She hangs up a nine one one, and then fucking bang! <laughs> incredible, Pretty cold, in yeah. fucking credible. Yeah, like the or, the planning and stuff you, that went into that. What are you like, doing with that lawnmower blade? I aim to kill you with I'm it. I'm going to kill you with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take a break. Great, we'll be back.
2nd of July today? It is the 2nd of July. Okay. Those of you people know, gives a little reference. little reference. 4th of July, Sunday. New people will, you people, you people, will hear this uh, in a few days from now. Yep. I'm not giving paid We're, holiday to my employees on Monday. Just, I think that's bullshit. No, I think I, you're. A, I think you're. Uh, I do you, Memorial you, Day. You, I do Labor I know, Day. I'm I do. Just giving you. It's shit. on Sunday. I'm not going to make it Monday when banks are closed. Right. I mean, come on. They have a three day weekend. I'm sure your employees are more than happy with that. Yes, they do. Yeah. And uh, no one said, "Hey, man, I got plans. We're going out of town. Can we? You know, I'm just gonna let you know. No one even brought it up. Right. So anyway, go ahead. Fourth of July, like it was always, uh, I, I didn't, I very much grew up in a town that was just brimming with Americana. We had our one big festival of the year that was, you know, that was, uh, you know, all the small towns all across the U S and and probably around the world, but definitely in the, in the U S they all have their one thing that they do, you know, that's like in Kingman, it's uh, Andy divine days, you know, uh, you had your local internment camps there. You had those going, but it's a very Americana. Oh. We didn't intern anybody. We buried them. Yeah, just got that's like the, terrible. Like the Canadians are doing. That's oh man. We just talk about the Canadians. Oh my god. Yeah, they're they're, ha- they're having fun up there. They're, right now. they're not. I wouldn't say they're having fun. I'd oh. say that it's retribution for a couple hundred years of treating the indigenous folks like shit. And it woke the Pope up. Yeah, yeah, it woke the Pope up out of a near dead sleep, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, I better get to Canada. I, guess I better go out there. Someone pack my after shoes. four or five weeks of of them doing shit up there. Like this." I <laughs> well, they're probably like see. It bothered I'm, you. He didn't go out there early, but I'm going. They're probably going. All right, they're the, trying to probably trying to figure out how we're going to spin this where we don't come off like pieces of shit. Because there's no way that the Catholic Church isn't going to look bad, right? Because they with the and and it's not just the Catholic Church that's at fault when it comes to the shit that they were pulling with those kids in these schools and all that. Yeah, the it, church it, nearly they were it involved. It was sometimes. sanctioned by the government. Yes. Like it was a hundred percent. And it's not like Canada is the only ones that did it. That we we did, it. did it here yeah. for a long time. Got to straighten out those Native American kids. Right. That's that was their whole. Got to go to school. Got to do that. We got to whiteify them like that kind of shit. It's just so fucking detrimental. You had languages that were lost and culture that was lost and all sorts of stuff, and it's fucking awful. But. The flip side of that coin is, is that I don't think these the police in these smaller towns that are, uh, I don't think they're really working too hard and diligently to figure out who's burning these churches down. No. Now I'm all in favor of civil unrest if it serves the right of the people to a certain degree. <laughs> I'm not in favor of private property damage, but God damn it, I'm kind of okay with the church burning to the <laughs> ground as long as nobody gets hurt. Like right. I don't want a loss of human life. There's already been enough loss of human life. Yeah, they did the, involved with that. They, there was enough of that on both sides. And obviously, anybody but alive like, now hasn't done. It, it wasn't involved in. Of this. course, of course not. And if they are, they're way on the outs. Like they're if they, if there is anybody still alive that was yeah. involved in that stuff, they're on the way out. But the fact still remains is that the history is there. It happens. It's undeniable. This and, is a, they get a little background is, of, of of you know the the we ran over the Native Americans. Fine, right? And and we shoved them into their. Um, uh, defined yeah they're defined reservations reservations which are usually at least in the united states i don't know about canada but usually in the u.s it kind of wasn't exactly their actual stomping grounds right except for like the navajo and the hopi like right they all they got marginalized that's just right that's so just we just put great big areas so this this many square miles that's yours course, now yeah and then uh, that wasn't good enough so we said you know now we got to come in there and we got to start we got to we're going to re-educate you right you know, and straighten you guys out. Re- re-educate the savages 
Right. Uh, and, and, and that's where this came from. The Catholic Church was involved in this. Yes, heavily in involved in Canada. Canada. I don't know about here in the States. I don't know. Uh, sorry. What was that? That was my water bottle. Oh, did you drop your gun like they did in, uh, remember, in the, the Departed? I did not drop my gun. That is still <laughs> firmly holstered. I don't okay. have, I'm not, not I'm not carrying. open, I'm not, I'm not carrying, I'm not holding. Gotcha. Um, All right, so I, I don't know about the Catholic Church's involvement in the United States uh, issues, but I know enough about the Canadian stuff. Just in the past month or so, I've been kind of reading up on it. It's pretty fucking terrible. Like it was pretty bad. But the the you know the Canadian government owned up to it. Like they're you know uh, doing totally. doing their thing. You know, for over the past eighty years or so, probably fifty years since they stopped doing that stuff. But like these dead people, where do they where do they come from? Why did they what, kill them? What's going on? I, I don't. They were just. They were okay. So I, the little bit of research I did on it is these church schools. There were essentially they called them church schools, but they were re-education centers for getting like, get them off the reservation, get them off of their own out of their own communities, and start the kids young. So you have a full, whole generation of re-educated, like and, separate indigenous them from their youth. families. And yes, stuff. and and for for years at a time. Right. And on occasion, you would have, not even occasion, several lots and lots of times you'd have a kid that gets sick, that gets hurt, that dies or whatever, and they have these unmarked graves. Right. These mass graves. Just throw them in the pit. Basically, you know, it's fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, that's an oversimplification of it, but that's like at its, at its you know, core, at its core, that's, that's what's is. going on or yeah. that's what went on. And I think that what, if I remember correctly, the one that kicked it off was, I think it was a church school or it was a church. Now it's not a church school anymore that was repaving or like expanding their parking lot. And then they found they kept the people excavating, found bones and they found more and more. They called an archaeologist and then the tribes got involved and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then come and they to called find out the radar. Equipment. It was it was, you know, uh, sorry, uh, Sally Two Feathers. Uh, she uh, died and was cremated or, or she uh, passed and this happened and or she ran away and they lied to the the family members that they not that they ever saw their kids again anyway because they were taken to the school mm -hmm. and put up there so like and there's a couple dozen of these schools i guess all over canada that exist at one point in time well now there's like i think they're up to six of those churches that have now kind of burned to the ground oh god i'm like oh god like god. It, it if I have a problem with people fucking with private property, but I don't consider a church to be private pro property at all, at all, especially a Catholic church. And I know that sounds like I'm anti-church, and I kind of I'm anti-organized religion. I'm not anti-religion. Religion. If yeah. you, if you, if it, I'm, I'm for whatever. I, I, I'm quoting Frank Sinatra. I'm for whatever gets you through the night and helps you become a good person. Sure. Without hurting other people, that last bit is what's important here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's going to be really interesting to see how the Pope, how this visit goes. I want to see, I, it's going to be a major worldwide news. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Be big. Well, because there's talks like there's there's a there's heavy talks at various levels of government in Canada of uh, revoking. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, tax exempt status for certain churches and things mm. like that. There's been a big call for that. I'm kind of in favor of that, too. Uh, like, um and people get worked up about that. They're like, well, it's a church. It should be tax exempt. Why? Why should it be right. tax exempt? Right. Why? Yeah, where did that, how did that now, start anyway? I don't know the real We've talked about it on this podcast. I did my yeah, research on this true. a couple of years ago. 
So the reason, at least in the United States, I don't know about Canada. I don't know enough about their government because I know it's a little bit more, quite a bit more convoluted than ours, like their election system and things like that. But in the States, the, the original reason why churches were tax exempt is that when you only had a handful of big cities in this country, and it was mostly, say, 150 years ago, 170 years ago, you had thousands of small towns spread across all over the U.S. And your churches were typically the biggest building in the town because the church had enough money to build it, right? Or people pulled together and built their one church or two churches. And that's why your church was also a schoolhouse and it was also the city council meeting. There's a city council. It was a gathering place. County, you know, whatever. whatever. And it was the gathering place where you could get everybody, you could fit everybody in the town in one church, you know, in Mm -hmm. one one area. They could vote on things. It was a center of democracy because it was, you know, uh, it was, you know, it was a big building that could house everybody. So you get federal tax exempt status if you have that building, and you, as long as you you get your tax exempt status, as long as you let people say use it as a, vo- a polling center, or it has to be uh, open for meetings for like AA and NA and 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 groups like that, which they still are, right? Which they yeah. absolutely are for the most part. Yeah. Um. So. That has largely gone by the wayside as towns have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't towns around that have one or two very, uh, you know, they're small. They have like their church buildings. They have one or two churches there that are that size and they don't have a meeting hall for council, city council or whatever. Right. And they do that. Those towns exist. I know of a handful that I grew up around that are still little tiny villages. Right. Kingman, there's like 35 churches in this town. Yes. Probably not 35. There's probably 25 churches in this town. We also have a city council building. We also have the the county building is here. Mm-hmm. Like we have we have city, or we have municipal places to meet. I right. don't see the need for them to be tax exempt. Uh, now they use it for voting. That's what they mainly use. Yeah, it for they now. use it's, it for voting, and, yeah. and you know that's every every two years or every four years. So if they want to give them a break, maybe and some, but they should pay some taxes. I mean, come on. I mean, well, and and I would say that the majority of churches in this country aren't making a lot of money. You know, like the the um, especially the non-denominational churches, they're not they're not really making a lot of money. They're small right. operations. Manzanita Baptist Church, they don't get a shit ton of money from the Baptist leaders of America. Right. I'm sure they don't. They most of their collection, whatever goes in their collection plate, goes directly back into the city paying you know sewer and water and electric and gas or whatever mm-hmm. paying their utilities you're basically keeping paying. the building safe and things like that absolutely but these mega churches yeah they make a shitload and those pastors those guys holy shit different animal altogether and that's know. all because they're not paying taxes on any of that stuff and it's all it's just so corrupt and it's so bad i just right. i it's always left a just a nasty taste in my mouth yeah speaking of if uh, any of you folks are on twitter uh you should definitely follow at Joel Dongstein, which is one of the funniest. Dongstein. It's a, it's Joel. It's a, it, they take it. This Twitter account takes Joel Osteen. <laughs> this is so bad. Joel Osteen, you know, like mega church guy. Down yes. It was a Texas in Houston, I think. Uh, yes. Uh, he, they'll take his daily, daily quotes from him and just, and take out either the word Jesus or God or the Lord and put in Dick. So instead of my lord, it's my dick, or instead of his son, it's his dick. You know, and it's, but the, the it makes the quote work so much funnier. Joel Dongstein, 
hilarious. Sure. Wasn't he involved? Wasn't he the, one of the people when the churches down there in Texas that didn't open up when they had some right. major what what the fuck was it down there? It was, there? It was, it was a, a hurricane. It was a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. So, he could have yeah. opened, but he chained the doors and, you know, sure. like you could have, you fit several thousand people in there for church services. But His you, smile is so freakily scary. It's, Joel Osteen freaks me out. He's yeah. he's slippery. Like, I kind of hope he listens to this podcast, but I kind of don't because I'm sure he's got plenty of money. He could, like, take care of some people, you know? He could, like, be bombing us right now. Ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've had a, I've, I've lived 40 years. I'm good. You're, you're, you've, had, you've seen enough. I have seen enough. I like My, my back kind of hurts. Actually, I will say... Uh, this new chair is really great. These are much much nicer than we had before. We're gonna have all matching chairs in here, so it's it's fantastic. It's gonna be nice. Anyhow, you are in the. Uh, I was I was reading about the you know, the stock market's going new records again. You know, it's it keeps going and going and going. Right. And you're one of the reasons that it is. I mean, I'm just saying you. Because, you're welcome. Um, I wish I could see some of that money from all the effort I've been putting forth with the stock market. When I was getting my finance degree and all that, you still had to have brokers and shit. You know, it, this was harder to buy stocks. You know, you had to have a broker. Mm-hmm. A broker says, you know, now, of course, it's easier now. Of course, it's on the Internet. Anybody can set it up. It's fast. It's easy. And you, you're you an example of one of the people that are, you're on the edge of being a millennial, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm what they call a geriatric millennial. Okay. I'm like at the very edge. And you bought yeah. some stuff not that long ago yeah. because it was probably pretty easy to buy it. Yeah. You heard about it. It was easy to buy. Yep. You didn't, you didn't had you been required to go call up or go meet with a broker, you probably wouldn't have done that. I probably you're probably right. So and there's, there's thousands, if not millions, of people like you on Reddit, for example, that are yeah. following all this crazy stuff going on. And that's why the stock market. People were predicting, you know, during Trump because it kept it kept going rocketing up earlier on when he was he had this big tax breaks. Everybody had their, which I think was ridiculous because it was a huge amount of money that could have gone to other things. But anyway. And then they say, well, this stock market's going to crash. You know, it can't keep... And it, it kind of leveled out some. It never really crashed. And it kept going up, going up, going up. And then after um, Biden got elected, it went up again. But then his <clears throat> his tax policy became public. And it was going to throw some zingers at some wealthy people. So it flattened out a little bit. But now it's going up again. Right. <clears throat> the main reason is also is because there aren't enough companies out there. People are making money. There are more investors. What are you going to do with your money? That's one of the problems is people don't know where to put their money. So they're going to throw it in the stock market. Everything's overvalued. I mean, it just is. But if you run the numbers, the fundamentals, it's all overvalued. But it doesn't matter at some level. It can, just keep, it can keep going up slowly. It can level out for a while, keep going up. What's my whole point? I don't know what it is. I'm just saying that it's just a funny thing that it's in the news a lot now about the stock market. Trump was just waiting for it to, t- to tank. So we can say and it just something. Keep, yeah, it and just it, keeps going up and up and up. Right. And it has very little to do with, well, it was still a very good deal, this country, the way the stock market works and the way you can we can invest in, in our system. It's still a good deal. It's still a great deal, you know. And again, where are you going to put your money if you have some extra money? Yeah. If mattress, you have, yeah, right. You know. If you have all the com- creature comforts you really need, maybe not everything you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a nicer vehicle. Mm-hmm. Is it getting me where I need to go? Does it have AC? Is it reliable? Yes, for the most part, absolutely. Your current vehicle, yeah. Yeah, so why not invest in something else that will pay off down the road? And that's something I really wish I would have d- done when I was younger. Yeah, but you can still but do I didn't, it now. And- but I still, yeah, you can still start start now. You know, so I'm encouraging anybody, like, doesn't it? just a little bit of money. It's easy to set up accounts now. There's all kinds of smaller places that will handle, even just your old old school, medium school stuff like TD America, you know, and Ameritrade and whatever the hell that is. And 
what's the uh, Robin Hood? Robin, Robin Hood. That's, that's very popular right now. Yeah, it's yeah. huge right now. And you can do here's the and then I'll start shutting up. You dollar cost average. What the fuck does that mean? That's just a fancy way of saying if you have a couple hundred bucks left over every month, that's what you put into the stock market. And so what you do is if you like Apple, whatever, and you can buy little pieces of Apple stock if, if the stock price is a thousand dollars a share. See, that's something I only recently learned that you can buy portions right. of a stock. Well, I, I can't afford a, of a share. I can't do a share of Apple. I can't afford it's it. Sixteen hundred dollars a share, or something yeah. like that. You can buy right. a part of it. Yeah, right. I so, did not know that until recently. So if you go, I love Apple, and I'm just going to be an Apple person or a Tesla. I don't care what it is. U.S. Steel doesn't matter. You one of the one of the blue chip stocks. Um, what is a blue chip stock? Blue chip is just a standard. It's kind of the standard bearer base economy. IBM would be blue chip. U.S. Steel would be another. McDonald's is probably considered a blue chip stock. It's just a it's a standard that doesn't really waver that much. It represents the economy really, really well. It's not a shooting star. It's not a in, in the shitter and just a penny stock. Mm -hmm. It's a the Dow Industrial the 30 top stocks. Those are for the most part, considered to be blue chip stocks. Gotcha. Anyway, so whatever you decide to invest in, and you have a couple hundred bucks left over a month, and you're just going to put it away and do that, um, you can put it in if you dollar cost averaging is, no matter what the stock price is, you put in 200 bucks a month, if that's what you can do. Because what happens is you're not buying very many shares or chunks of it if it's way overpriced. But if it gets real cheap, you're still putting 200 bucks, and you're buying more shares at a, at a, at a lower price. So that's if you dollar cost average, just put in the same amount consistently every month or up it if you can. As you get older, you make more money. That's the quickest way to get to wealth. Other than if you look out and roll the dice and you buy Tesla at four dollars and now it's right six hundred yeah. and it's split three ways. I mean that's different. That's that's a roll of dice. That's luck. You know, it's got nothing to do with a lot of. You have to do a lot of research, but you, you can look out. But for the moment, if you just slow, steady investment and not running around and going, I'm going to buy a lot of stock now or not very much stock, just keep plugging or like, in. Like, and, and I, this is dark, but, if, you know, to circle back to what we talked about in the first segment, um, I know that my father has life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. I know that my father will be passing soon because we all, we all age, mm -hmm. you know, in the next seven to 10 years, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. I stand to inherit a little bit of money just from life insurance and a few other investments. And you're the first person I'm going to call because I don't want to have all that money burning a hole in my pocket. I don't do it for a living. I, I, I know. I, well, I'm just going to get your advice as to who to call. I'm not going to be like, Paul, help me turn this $500,000 into $20 million. I'm not going to do that. If you want to be a little bit active, and you should be a little bit active with some of your investments, a little bit, is that you would, you would, put it, you would choose one of these companies that you can, like Robinhood or again, a one of them, mm -hmm. and just dump it in there, and it's going to earn you about no percent now because the interest rates are so damn low. But that's where it sits in an, an account. And then you start, now you've, there's, there's cash sitting in there now. So now you you can buy on the dips. If you happen to love whatever stock or whatever company, you know, do a little bit of research and see if it's okay. Watch CNBC a little bit, read up about some stuff, and go, wow, the stock market took a dump today, a 1,000 points. You know, and then then buy on the dips. You know, you buy a little bit, buy a little bit here, and, and you start whittling down that that cash thing when you're buying on the dips of all this stuff. And you go, well, Tesla's going crazy. I think I'll buy it now. Yeah, you can, but it's good to have it have some shitty news because Elon Musk smoked a doobie on right. Joe Rogan, and now you know he got fired. He's not the CEO anymore. He's whatever the hell he is, um, and that kind of thing. Or like in 
in uh, in uh, with uh, Bitcoin or something like that if it takes a dump for a while. It's a certain minimum. You can look at the at the technical charts. You can look at the charts and see where it it floats around. And these are because people buy it at certain low points and then it's going to go back up. So that's what you want to do. So you'll do that's timing the market a little bit, but you can afford to do that a little bit if you're if you want to make a little bit more money than just dollar cost averaging. Yeah. But if you have a million dollars in the in the bank and it's cash, you can say, fuck it, I'm going to put $1,000 a month or $1,000 a week, and it takes a little while, into these three stocks. And if, it, if the market tanks, you're buying $1,000 of the stock, but you're buying more shares because it's tanked. So that'll buy you more shares at a cheaper price. So when it comes back up, then you can unload those and you make a profit. Right. Yeah. Got to pay taxes on it, though. Right. You know, it's a, there's a capital gains tax, which Biden's talking about raising but it's only on those that make x number of millions of dollars a year or more right you know so you can make a shitload of money a good amount of money and still not be affected by this increased capital gains tax yawn fest everybody everybody wake up yeah no shit financial advice right well on that note i just brought that up because the stock market's going pretty well right now again you know it just kind of keeps going and it keeps going up and up and up right well i think that's it i think we're done i'm hungry I hope you all had a great 4th right. of July because I know I'm going to eat some hot dogs, maybe watch some fireworks. What would be the, like the most patriotic movie you could watch? Born on the 4th of July. That would you think so? No, probably not. Patton. Oh, Patton would be, be kind of good. Um, How about, uh, what's the Mel Gibson one where he's... Uh, you the know, Patriot. The Patriot. Uh, you know, Braveheart 2, the U.S. connection. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking same story. I know. Uh, I still love the Patriot. Don't get me wrong, because I love how it's kind of based in fact. There's an right. act, he's based on actual character. Um, they show a lot of the guerrilla tactics that really, re- honestly, that we got the combination of the French helping us out right. and guerrilla tactics and cheating in war. Like the Brits would call it back. They then. called it cheating. Yeah, but like right. hey, maybe don't wear like a. Uh, red uniforms that look like a goddamn oh, target. We're not going to go know? in the middle of a field and face each other and just start marching towards it and just start firing. No, when we're indiscriminately. Out, outnumbered, <laughs> fucking thousand to one. No, fuck no. It's going to be a bunch of farmers that are good shots because you're used to hunting deer right. with flintlock rifles, and we're going to fuck you, fucking Brits up. So, I got to think of it. I'm, I'm just trying to think of what would be an actually really feel good America movie. Yeah, not born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, that, okay. Well, that's, that eliminates that's kind of that. Depressing. Yes. it's a great fucking movie though. Yes, I it saw is. it in the theater. Or I, think I saw I did it too. I saw it in a drive-in theater. I should say. I did not see it in a drive-in theater, but I saw it in a theater. Uh, most patriotic movie. Or not the most, like one that's just up there. I got to think about it because it's going to be about what the Revolutionary War. Everybody's always going to harken back or World War II type of movie. Oh God, I don't even know. I hate to put you on the spot. You really put Look, me on the spot. I don't have like four I, or five good ones. I, I didn't I, do research. I, I'm just saying, you know, this is a good time. I would say if you want to go back to like the if you if you like truly patriotic, where there was shows the true divisions that were really happening uh, at the time of the American Revolution, or right right as on the cusp of the American Revolution, mm-hmm. that shows what our country is truly founded upon is probably the Patriot. Well, there you go. I yeah. mean, because uh, it remember there's all those uh, those scenes where uh, they're at. Uh, it was a would be this South Carolina, I think that's yes, what, South Carolina. That's what they were, yeah, yeah, South Carolina Assembly, and all those guys. They're like, oh, do we vote? And they're arguing to on be this, part. Yeah. Of it. They argue whether or not they want to. You know, because you had 
those people weren't calling themselves Americans. They weren't from the United States. They weren't calling themselves that. Most of these people were British subjects mm-hmm. early in their lives. Very few of them had been born in the United States at that point. Right. Right. You had like one generation, maybe two generations. And most of them aren't thinking about and, fighting. They're just going to, they didn't want to, they're, they're just trying to farm. They're yeah, just they're trying just, to they, get along. Yeah. They're like, they're running out of space. Want right. to get away from the king. They're running out of space in the United Kingdom. So they, you know, in Britain or whatever. So they came over here free or cheap land self-governance so on and so forth but then like not all of them not all of those folks in the colonies were uh were were pro-revolution like in fact most of them weren't right so the patriot really touches on that there's a lot of dialogue about that is it is there some unrealistic shit yeah then you had someone like mel gibson who was older and didn't want his sons to go off because he knew they were gonna there was a chance of getting you know so he's just trying to keep his family together right you know that's his point of view until shit starts happening which is why it's braveheart too yes you know exactly he didn't want to fight just like william wallace didn't want to fight but braveheart was so inaccurate historically from head to toe it's a it's fun so movie bad. it's a good it's a movie. fun movie it's a kind of a it's a cool like it's just well done the dialogue's right. great it's got funny moments it's got some funny things yes but is it based in reality absolutely fucking not like the princess she, like she was like four years old when right. william wallace died like he wouldn't have been fucking scamming on her right like all that shit they, they just like all of it but anyway the they, Patriot, they did have the, the the places the cities where they had the battles with the British did exist and did happen. of course they had, yeah. those, they had those battles yeah and uh, they Falkirk were and uh, uh, Sterling. Sterling Bridge and all that yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah the, without really sitting and thinking about it for a while the Patriot is the first one that comes to mind and probably Patton because of the speeches I think any of the uh, these aren't movies but if there were a world class uh, movie based on like Paul Revere or, you know, again, Washington, you know, because there's all kinds of special history channel shows yeah. on the American Revolution. Of course. That, that, these series that are really done very, very well. But I don't really recall off the top of my head a two-hour movie, you know, about George Washington or Thomas right. Jefferson or Ben Franklin, just a movie. I'm not Again, I'm not talking about the TV series shit, which, again, is good stuff. Right. But I don't recall any of those movies. A big about, cinematic, you know, yeah. big production movie. Maybe there should be. I don't know. There, yeah, there should be. Although it's a really touchy subject to really, it is to try and make a big movie out of. If you think about it, just because, like I said, the the general American public, I would say probably for the most part, doesn't realize how divided we were mm-hmm. as a nation because we didn't have a nation. We didn't know what we were going to be. You had, um, yeah, it wasn't formed. It's like, it's like the the one of the what really sent me down this rabbit hole was a few years ago when I found out that uh, Paul Revere never said the British are coming. The British are coming. Like it said, the regulars are coming. He would he wouldn't have he. I don't know what he what he. I don't. They don't really know what he was declaring. First off, he wouldn't have been screaming that in the, like at the top of his lungs in the middle of the night. Right. That's Probably going that's from door a, to door. He would not have been doing that. Right. Yeah. He was he was delivering a message. Yes, and that was a one if by land, two if by sea, right? Mm-hmm. Also, he never would have said the British are coming because most of the people in the colonies consider themselves British. Right. They they he wouldn't have said the British are coming. That would be like the Americans are coming. You know what I mean? It, I was it doesn't told, make any sense. told the regulars are coming, like the the regular I, British army. Or I something. remember reading that somewhere. I don't <clears> know if that's true. What I the little the article that I read it was like a piece in like the Atlantic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe last year, July fourth or the year before. And there's a little myths about the, you know, the the American Revolution, you know, and the, the big one was Paul Revere didn't scream anything. He wouldn't have because that would have been dumb. That would have mm-hmm. been a security, huge security risk. Right. 
And he would never have said the British are coming because they all consider themselves British still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. It's what the unfortunate thing is, is that like I love I love blowing shit up. I, that's like probably the most American thing about me. Yeah. And things are so so dry around here right now. With the they have a full on statewide yeah. you know uh firework ban. Yeah. I never understood why they like made fireworks legal to begin with in Arizona because I'm like this bitch is a tinderbox most in yeah. most areas most of the year. But you know you gotta have your freedoms and whatnot. So, but they, uh, yeah. So at least there's city fireworks. Uh, yes, they're having that, and they do make sure that you know they're gonna having they're having police and other people looking around to make sure something doesn't catch on fire. Yeah, locally. So, so I'm just yeah. okay eating smoked meats and, and that drinking kind of and. I, I, I do like Boston during uh, during this kind of time. I love the USS Constitution and the walk in the Freedom Trail. and It's cool, isn't it? Walking, that's really cool. I love old shit like the that. The old North Church and all that. You could just imagine what was going on. I love that part of American history. So you never spent Independence Day in Boston, did you? Because we're white. That's what. That's okay. What? Then. Did you ever spend I'm Independence Day? White, in, I, I realize that we're white. We've established how white we are. Got it. Uh, I'm no, aware I, of my... I, I never have spent Independence Day in... Boston. It was fucking incredible. Yeah. Jesus. Like it the fireworks on the harbor is insane. The um going to see the Boston um I think it's the Boston Philharmonic mm-hmm. perform in the park at the the band shell doing the eighteen twelve yeah. overture, which Yeah. We've talked about that with the adding the funny stuff yes. to it. Yes. Have we done that but, yet? Like, Have you done that yet? I, I've messed around with it. Okay. I can't quite get it doesn't sound as good as you would think. Like it's oh. a concept that's funny, but you know, but they had, anyway, they had cannons playing 1812 Overture and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's fucking awesome. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. But anyway, we hope you folks had a good uh, fourth. Yes. And, uh, and we hope you were safe. Enjoy. Thank you.